Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. I'm wondering, got a question for you. Are you also having a, in what I could only really describe as a strangely emotional reaction to this weather warming up this week? If you weren't aware or, you know, you're just cluing into it, I'm sure that you are. Uh, it's unlikely that you are. You've probably been checking the forecast over and over and over again like I have all through the weekend just to make sure it's actually really real. But if you haven't, it's supposed to warm up like single-digit temperatures in the middle of this week. Not quite melting anything, but really not that far off. It's going to feel like such a difference between, uh, you know, the cold snap that we had with the extreme cold warning on for like over a week there. Even into today, it's going to be much more comfortable, let alone the rest of the week. So are you having a strangely emotional reaction to the weather warming up this week? I, I'm, I'm serious. I could wipe a tear from my eye. No joke. And there isn't even some sweeping movie score, some cinematic music rising up in the background to make that single tear happen or anything. No, it's totally natural this time. It's a little awkward. Lego has done... What nobody thought they could, and probably like a lot of people didn't think they should, um, they are constantly, constantly seeking knowledge on what sets, what like Lego kits people want to see, what they want to build, what designs for future kits they should be focusing on, right? They, they're always taking in information so that they can provide what people actually want to build and play with, right? And it makes sense. Makes sense. They got a whole system. But I'm quite positive that no one asked for this. They've put out a set that actually got some attention in December just last year, but is really hitting the internet now because people are actually getting their hands on it and building it for themselves. A tiger kit. Uh, yeah, a buildable, beautiful-looking tiger, uh, you know, fully articulate and everything. You can pose them. The tail, the arms, the uh, legs, rather, the head, it's all of it, movable. But the thing people are really focusing on is the fact that they have now, for the first time ever, added an anus to the to the brick set. Yeah, that's actually one little piece, um, pink in plastic color, I might add, that you are in the instructions told to add to a certain part of the body, and it represents now the... Um, anal anatomy let's just let's just put it that way it is awkward and uh, a lot of people are not quite sure how to feel about it especially with some of the cursed imagery that has now been put on the internet but i gotta say despite the fact that i never have asked for it nor would i ever think to i'm absolutely thrilled that it exists all right i am absolutely tickled the color of this plastic piece uh, that that they'd actually exist. You're listening to the Steve Reeve podcast, podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Some affecting news for sure. Bob Saget passed away. Um, the, uh, the the sitcom comedian, the stand-up comedian, the host, uh, no longer with us at the age of 65. Originally reported by TMZ, he was uh, found uh, deceased inside his hotel room at the Ritz Carlton in Orlando, Florida, and uh, dead on scene. Pronounced. No signs of foul play or drug use in this case, but very few details are available. I'm sure that they will come to light in the near future. Not that I need to know anything beyond the, the fact of the matter. No longer with us. And not anybody that by any stretch I ever had any legitimate connection with, uh, you know, never met the guy in any passing chance, like uh, just a handful of other, I guess, celebrities. But but still, there was absolutely a lasting effect, right? I mean, he was the original TV dad for so many. I mean, absolutely in my generation, full house house was uh, uh you know on tv all the time in fact he was on tv all the time america's funniest home videos 
How can I even say enough about how much that show brought people together on a weekly basis? I mean, we didn't have the internet back then. We all watched AFV, you know. Uh, we all watched the videos together. We all laughed together, and we all actually, you know, uh, were able to talk about it for the week to follow uh, with everybody that we knew just because we all knew that we were going to be watching it together, whether Dave Coulier was involved or not, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, Bob Saget uh, also just lauded as a very, very kind person in that Hollywood bubble, I guess. Uh, you know, just about everybody who has said something about him in recent, you know, hours uh, since the news has come out has just been shining, uh, you know, uh, just um, a shining word about how great he was both on camera, you know, in front of people, entertaining people, and then behind the scenes as well. Very dirty joker. But a very fine individual. And he actually did post a message for everybody. It was a holiday message just before Christmas. Uh, he was heading uh, somewhere to spend time with family for the holiday. So we do know that is a happy memory that he had late in life. That, that is a good thing. But he had this to share. He had this to say. And I think it bears a little sharing here in the uh, early New Year as well. You know, it's, uh, it's been a hard year for so, for so many people right now. So I hope he gets to be with his family. And if you don't, if you're alone... Try to look at positive stuff, binge something positive, watch Ted Lasso again. I don't know, don't watch the news, it's messing me up. Just send in love. I know some people are cynical, love, oh my God, but it's uh, it's good stuff. I mean, that's what we need to do, is somehow, uh, as we go into 2022, have some love and some connection with people, even if we don't agree with them. Well, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, well said, kind words. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Previously, never before released footage of the Stones now on the internet. Footage from a very infamous performance as well. The Altamont 1969 Festival, which saw the uh, Hells Angels hired as security and saw a, unfortunately, very violent moment occur uh, at some point and a little bit of loss of life as well. Very, very infamous moment. Um, there was a uh, f home video film reel Format, uh, reel that was discovered, uh, in 1996, uh, I believe it was. I mean, it's kind of obviously been floating around in somebody's possession for the longest time, but acquired by an archivist named Rick Prelinger in 1996. And then, just at the start of this year, 2022, he has donated more than 200,000 reels to the Library of Congress Audiovisual um, you know, Archival uh, Society, and they have put it on the internet now. This three-minute-plus uh, piece of footage called Rolling Stones at Altamont Home Movie uh, is without sound, unfortunately. The uh, footage, uh, the film, rather, wasn't able to carry an audio signal or anything like that, so it's just visuals, but very interesting to see, and all about performances. If you're not interested in seeing anything to do with the violence, that made this an infamous moment in rock and roll history, then you don't have to. It's not in there. Meanwhile, speaking of rock and roll history, yesterday did mark the huge, huge, huge day for David Bowie fans. 75th birthday of, uh, of the man himself. Uh, he unfortunately died January 10th. Uh, this day in 2016, but his legacy, of course, and the many characters, the many personas associated with him are going to live on forever. Tuesday. This is getting ridiculous. Uh, the latest anti-vax advice, and you know, there's more to it than that. It's really coming from one individual, and I certainly hope it doesn't actually catch on. 
I don't think it's an actual movement just yet, but, you know, caution, caution. Um, but the advice itself, oh, I, I should probably get to that, right? Drink your own urine to cure COVID. That is, that is the advice. This is, this has to be a giant troll at this point, right? Right? I'm sure whoever cooked up the horse dewormer paste thing just, they just couldn't believe that people were actually doing it. You know, they're like, what's, what's the craziest thing I can think of? I don't know. Yeah, just get this ivermectin paste. Yeah, that's fun. It's got a picture of the horse on the box. People will love it. Yeah. and But people did it so readily and so vocally. Not everyone, of course, but some. So what's the next craziest thing you can think of? Of course, have a little lemonade, but of your own concoction. Why not? Well, I can think of a million reasons why not, but, uh, I mean, I guess to each their own on their healthcare journey. Don't, don't do it. Probably just listen to somebody who knows more about medical science than you. That's just my, my base advice. Eddie Vedder, the new album coming out, The Wait Has Become Short. In fact, the album Earthling is going to be uh, having its first taste released this Friday. The very first single is going to be released January 14th, and uh, the entire track listing for the album Earthling, a solo uh, outing from Eddie Vedder, is being released with it as well. And uh, February 11th is the full album, first solo record from him in 11 years. Seems Kind of fitting. 13 tracks long, by the way, if you're interested in checking that out. Taylor Hawkins, Ringo Starr, and several others going to be featured on a tribute album called Brother Johnny, which is to celebrate Johnny Winter. Along with ZZ Top's Bon Gibbons, uh, you've got a whole bunch uh, gra- g- gathering together to celebrate a man who helped produce three Grammy Award-winning albums for uh, Muddy Winter before putting out his own nominated records, uh, and then in 1988, uh, inducted into the Blues Foundation Hall of Fame, unfortunately passed away in 2014 at the age of 70, just a very pinnacle a uh, member of fixture in this uh, musical world, and this album should absolutely be incredible to listen to with the different and uh, very various artists that are being gathered together to uh, perform on it, to to contribute. Meanwhile, Elvis Costello, uh, interestingly enough, uh, getting into some hot water just because of bringing up the song of his own writing, Oliver's Army, which has had a controversial history, particularly because of its inclusion of the N-word within the lyrics, saying that radio stations should do him a favor and probably stop playing it, arguing that simply bleeping out the word is just bringing more attention to it, and that's something that he does not want, nor does he think should happen. Probably some wisdom there. Early December. The internet was taken by storm with a simple photo that was taken on the surface of the moon shared by China's U-2-2 lunar rover. It was of the uh, basically the, the, the horizon, uh, you know, very clear, stark moon rock and space blackness up above it. But at one point, a structure looking object of some kind. Something is there. Something's out on the wing. Something. Uh, no, it was kind of labeled as a hut. People really kind of called it the moon's hut. And uh, they, uh, the people in charge of controlling the, the, the RC car, you know, I assume that's what it looks like, uh, you know, controls for the U-22 rover decided they're going to head that thing in that direction and get some answers for us. I was expecting it to maybe take like, you know, a week. No, it took far longer. It took about a month, really. But we have our answers at long last. What is the curious shaped uh, hut on the surface of the moon it is just as people suspected it's a giant rock kind of like the moon is in and of itself as well where did it come from i don't know where did all the craters on the moon come from right somewhere something happened there's a rock there don't think anybody put it there it's just there 
Well, now we know. Rest easy. Or, you know, rest just as uneasy as you were before, but that's just because this knowledge is completely inconsequential. Thank you so much for the distraction, though. Uh, that part is actually appreciated. Wednesday. Big game day, Super Bowl, not too far, right? And we're starting to see some of the companies that are going to be advertising during it beginning their campaigns because it costs so much money to get an ad during the Super Bowl game on whatever broadcasters carrying it that year, you know, uh, that you got to extend it. You got to you know, maximize it. Can't just be that commercial. You got to have a whole arc going on. Lay's potato chips. They haven't done that for almost 20 years. They're back again for this year and they're back in a big way with these grown in glory golden grounds uh line of chips basically they've taken 29 different stadiums or rather the soil from them to help make different chips with the logo of the team from that location uh you know on on the bag so you can see and the colors of course the team colors uh, because what other way can you possibly get that close to superstar super bowl football glory and and an achievement it's by sitting at home watching the football games eating potato chips, right? That's exactly how you do it. Cool idea. It does conjure up the mental image of somebody tending a potato garden on the edge of the field, like during game day, right? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. They, they had to stop play. Uh, somebody, uh, they fumbled. They, they rolled right off of the, the inbounds field and into, yeah, into the potato garden. Uh, the gardener's not loving this very much. You can tell there's been, been some damage done here. Maybe they'll be able to bounce back, but uh, we'll have to see next season. You know, I, it just, it, I don't think that's how they're doing it. In fact, I'm pretty sure they're grabbing like maybe a a scoop 250 grams you know what i mean of this soil and then sprinkling it somewhere where the potatoes actually are i'm sure that's all there really truly is to it but still i mean it's a cool story cool campaign and a delicious potato chip at the end of the day just it's not exactly going to turn you into a football star is it doesn't matter that's not why you were in front of the tv eating those chips anyway David Draymond of Disturbed fame was on Twitter in a big way up to about seven years ago. In 2015, he quits and uh, just is done, done of being part of the cesspool. He's back as of just the last week and has been relentless. Just so many tweets coming out. A lot of them saying, uh, you know, bad things to people with anti-Semitic views. Uh, he says he's tired of sitting on the sidelines for the last several years and that the Twitter sphere is still accessible, but he's going to jump back in with his hazmat suit on. And also amidst all of this has mentioned that there's going to be brand new disturbed music coming out this year. He says coming sometime promise. Judas Priest, meanwhile, are going to be sending Andy Sneap back to the sidelines for their uh, touring lineup. Uh, this was somebody who had uh, been added to the band's roster basically to help out after longtime guitarist uh, Tipton, Glenn Tipton, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease a few years ago. Now, they've got a big North American tour that's supposed to be kicking off in March. And just yesterday, there was a big announcement saying that they were going to be continuing with the tour, but minus Sneap and letting Tipton come and join every once in a while as he is able. Uh, Sneep not too happy about it, but then again, he is still going to be helping out with the new album that the band is releasing, so he's still involved. And speaking of new prospects, Ozzy Osbourne, not only with new music coming out, it is also promised, also now an NFT collection called Crypto Bats. There's going to be nearly 10,000 of them released on January 20th. They're going to make a ton of money off of it, 
uh, for better or for worse, but they have also made these crypto bats a little bit unique as they can each bite one time another completely unrelated NFT in your digital wallet and create a new mutant bat. And there are also going to be hidden around the world 100 ancient bats, which each can bite other tokens up to 100 times and make 100 new mutant bats. And these can then be sold. And then it just basically becomes adult Pokemon, but with a huge price tag at this point. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. We're all adapting to restrictions, protocols, mandates, and everything as best we can and in our own ways in some cases. And, uh, you know, sometimes things are left to interpretation when maybe they shouldn't be. A mother in Texas getting some attention because she was trying to isolate. She was trying to find out if her teen son, who was having some symptoms, had COVID and, in fact, uh, you know, needed to do the full isolation uh, for the sake of, you know, whatever, right? To stop the spread. But to get him to the site of the coronavirus testing, she threw him in the trunk of the car. <laughs> that was her, her answer to isolating. This is a teacher, by the way. Uh, I don't know if this is the lesson that we want to pass on here. But uh, yeah, her 13-year-old son told, get in the trunk and we'll go and get you tested. Turns out he did test positive. So, I mean, perhaps it was a wise choice for the distancing. Still doesn't feel nice, right? Doesn't feel too great. But before you start the judgment too harshly here, all right? Before the explosion reaction about how we're supposed to treat kids, yes, this is absolutely excessive and and absolutely strange. But as a child, if my mom had said, hey, for this car ride to wherever, doesn't even matter the location, do you want to be in the trunk? Like, pretend you got kidnapped. I would have loved it. And maybe that's exactly what happened here. And we're just losing some of the story through the translation of the internet, right? Come on. Imagine yourself being 13 and mom says, get in the trunk of the car instead of getting the seat and fasten your seatbelt. Obviously, not the wisest choice, but still, you'd be so into it. Don't lie. Snoop Dogg, rapper, and uh, man who really has a hard time saying no to just about any new business venture that puts his name on it and puts money in his pocket, aka Bic lighters. Yeah, they're good for reaching into candles and reaching whatever else you might need to ignite, right? Uh, The latest, though, is that people have noticed he's filed a trademark. Trademark specifically for Snoop Dogs, a brand of hot dogs, which will be coming into the world soon enough. Um... Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, this may have come uh, distantly from a moment back in 2016. He was on Jimmy Kimmel Live and was asked to narrate a video about how hot dogs are made. It has since become internet legend, and he's put out a you know, bunch of other videos like that where it's just Snoop Dogg commenting. This time, though, he's going to be selling the hot dogs, even though he knows <clears throat> how the sausage is made, so to speak. But Snoop Dogg's Hot Dogs. New product, soon to reach the world. If the slogan isn't for sizzle, then what are we even doing here? Seriously. Thursday. You ever see a sign saying, don't let the moose lick your car? Uh, right? I mean, uh, if you're like me, only ever on the internet. Uh, not in real life, not in person. But the sentiment makes sense right away. Like, it's an instantaneous thing. Cars pick up a lot of road grit, and the ice-melting salt in the wintertime, not good for just about any animal to savor, right? I mean, that just makes sense. Bottom line, makes sense. But also, the other bottom line, right beside that first bottom line, is have you ever seen a moose? Like, what am I supposed to do about it exactly? The big question is the question that comes up in my mind anytime I do see something like that. Don't let the moose do whatever. What What am I going to do? 
I have seen a moose in person with my own eyes, and they do not care. They do not give a flying whatever about what your plans are. They're going to keep doing what they're doing, right? I mean, unless maybe if you're in a hunting situation, then I think maybe you've got the upper hand just a little bit. But the average encounter with a moose? Yeah, no, that guy's going to do what he wants to do. And if that's licking your car, uh, it's probably just going to happen. A teacher found himself... Uh, arrested and answering to the law. Now, the fact that he's a teacher really has very little to do with what actually happened. Because what he did was he grabbed some butter of a certain variety, made some very special brownies, if you know what I mean, and left them sitting out. Apparently must live with mom or has mom in the house on a semi-regular basis because mom takes said tray of brownies to the local senior center for a card game. Yes, fantastic. Okay, maybe not, right? I mean, some people might not be wanting to be experiencing those effects, and that's not a very cool thing to do. But again, nobody was intending to. It's all an accident here, and of course, no word of any worries, injuries, uh, people upset, other than just the fact that it's like, hey, where you live, you're probably not supposed to be doing that. Um, <laughs> Mom, what are you doing taking the brownies? I mean, like, this is an age-old thing. We, it's become a trope in TV shows and movies where if you find a random tray of brownies, you don't just bring it somewhere where a bunch of lovable people are going to be able to get into it unbeknownst to what actually is inside there. No, 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 you don't. You just leave the brownies at home or try one yourself. Wait a few hours and see if there's any effect other than just the usual chocolate and sugar bliss, right? Now... I've read a couple of articles about what went down, trying to understand the entire situation here, and yes, there is some legal answering that this gentleman has to do for, for bringing some stuff over a certain border. All that aside, the one piece of information that I wanted to find out, not in any of the articles. Namely, how awesome that card game actually turned out to be. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Right off the hop, very interesting. The very first album ever released as a Nintendo 64 cartridge is set to come out March 25th, apparently. Um, and this is from a DJ, a German DJ actually out of Hamburg, uh, calling his next album R64. Remute is clarifying all over the internet uh, and his various pages. That it's not just a packaging thing. It's not just going to be an object that looks like a 64 cartridge and then turns out to be a USB drive or something that you can connect to your phone or your computer to get the album. No, no, it is a fully functional Nintendo 64 cartridge and you will need a classic Nintendo 64 to be able to even play the thing. Very interesting, but concept albums are concept albums for a reason. Meanwhile... Actor Evan Rachel Wood is going to be documenting a lot of information and her uh, experiences when it comes to uh, the uh, alleged abuse of Marilyn Manson, right? I mean, she has been one of several people who has come forward to say uh, that there has been some abuse that has gone on in the past, and now a full documentary about her experiences is coming up. In fact, it's going to be premiering at the Sundance Festival this year. Uh, this month, rather, and then showing up on HBO Max in two parts in the following months. And sad news to end off our music news segment, Ronnie Spector, uh, the uh, front woman of the Ronettes, a absolutely impactful 60s girl group, uh, it was uh, found dead at the age of 78. I shouldn't say found. Her family was with her, but unfortunately she did pass away happily with her family, but after a brief battle with cancer. Uh, statement from her official website. 
Friday. Counterfeit coins you need to watch out for. Okay, perhaps not found anywhere near here, but in Canada, out in eastern Ontario, a store has turned into the Ontario Police... The uh, the counterfeit coins that are well they're toonies but they're not right they're not actual toonies they are <laughs> I mean I'm I'm trying to figure out a name for them they're 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 Z dollared coins that's literally what it says on them literally the letters on the front of the coin say at the top Canada oh they spelled it right and everything that's all on the up and up and then at the bottom instead of two dollars it says Z dollared Z dollared uh, and then the Images. <laughs> That's where it really gets me. Um, the queen is not the queen. The queen is some old dude <laughs> with jowls aplenty. And then on the flip side, it's supposed to be a polar bear, right? On the toonie, traditionally, since the 90s at some point. I remember the switchover. Um, it's, it's a walrus. <laughs> yeah, nothing says Canada like a walrus embossed. Uh, it's just too funny to me. Too funny to me. Uh, yeah, Canada. Z-dollared coins. Okay, no, I've got it. I've got it. These aren't counterfeit at all. This is just Zeller's money. Some Eddie Vedder music. Brand new stuff dropped absolutely fresh. Called Brother the Cloud from the upcoming album Earthling, which is due to arrive in February. If you're curious, here's what the new song sounds like. I mean, just from like t t 10 to 15 seconds already, I'm like, this album could be really great. Speaking of new music, Avril Lavigne, Canadian punk rocker, back again uh, with her next album. She did promise that she was going to have new music coming out early in 2022. And the new album now called, uh, now revealed to be called Love Sucks, will be out February 25th. Like 11 days after Valentine's Day seems perfect. With a title like that. Uh, one of the uh, new uh, albums coming straight off of Travis Barker's label DTA. It's uh, set to feature some uh, collaboration from Machine Gun Kelly, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, as well as Black Bear. And here's a taste of what that sounds like. How about you just take some blame? Yeah, not a bad recording at the beginning there. It's just the way the song transitions, that's all. Had me worried when I first hit play. I'm like, what's going on? Um, and now the lawsuit, the Nirvana Nevermind lawsuit, which has been going on for far too long, sees a new chapter. We thought it was gone because the case was dropped, but no, in fact, it was simply because it was being amended. And Spencer Eldon, the, the man in the photo as a young, young child on the cover of the album, and now the man who is 30 and trying to sue the band has m now amended things, removed a tiny bit of the argument, and is trying all over again, just waiting to be dismissed all over again, I'm sure. Learning about some new scientific discoveries and, uh, and, and plans and prospects. Yeah, scientists want to ramp up space exploration technology by shooting tardigrades into space just shy of a third of the speed of light using lasers and photon sails. <clears throat> Highly technical, right? Tardigrades, if you're not sure what those are, you might have heard of them. They're the uh, nearly indestructible microscopic organisms that are everywhere on the planet. And the reason that they are everywhere on the planet is because some species of them can completely dry out, become completely dehydrated, and actively 
stop being active, like technically are dead, and then they are so light and microscopic, the wind can carry them around the planet. All they need is a few minutes in water, and they're back to just doing their water bear tardigrade thing again. Hey, enough with the science lesson, though. Uh, tardigrades being shot into space using lasers and photon sails is the thing. And I guess this would be, you know, an ability or, or a way to at least refine what these sails and these lasers look like. Apparently, this would, for a few minutes, take one-tenth of the entire power grid of the United States to do, and they're looking at doing it. Also, though, also, though, think about it. Laser tardigrade? Doesn't that sound like a great 80s hair metal band? I mean, seriously, like, coming up, we've got Rush, April Wine, ZZ Top, and Laser Tardigrade. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into The Steve Reeves Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.